0: So what are we celebrating? Hanukkah. Hanukkah. The miracle of lights. It's a festive time. It's one of those holidays that are summarized by what all holidays are summarized as. They tried to kill us. We won. Let's eat. Right? But have you ever wondered, like, why? this time of year. How did they how did they pick this date? Was it because it was close to Christmas and they could cash in and start giving gifts? Well, if you look at history, Hanukkah came first, right? So that doesn't work. But here's something, and I can't prove this, so don't write this down as theological knowledge or anything. But why did Constantine pick December 25th to celebrate the birth of Messiah? Everyone, you know, we all have the things. It's pagan, and there's a pagan equinox, right? But what if, and this is just a hypothetical. I don't. I can't prove this, but this kind of just came to me today. What if there was a person that he was talking to? You know, he didn't like the Jewish stuff, did he? But what happens if you know there was a lot of people in his group that did like the Jewish stuff? Remember, he had to like outlaw it. And what if one of them said, you know, he wants this date, and there's actually a date where we could actually celebrate when Yeshua was conceived. Now, why is that important? Because see, in Judaism, when does birth begin? When does life begin? At conception, not when they take the first breath as they come out, right? Not their birthday, but when they were conceived. And most people pretty much consider Hanukkah as a time when Yeshua was conceived. So what if this little man here was in the group with Constantine, and he asked for a date, and he said, You know what? I know Constantine doesn't like this thing. But there was a really neat thing that happened on the 25th day of Kishlev on the Jewish calendar. So I want to throw out a date to him, who knows? And he threw out that date December 25th. And for some reason it just clicked with Constantine. So there might be this little biblical basis behind it. I doubt it. But it's kind of fun to think about, huh? Right? It's kind of fun to think about it, right? I did put my pro- disclaimer on there at the end, right? I, I made sure to begin right? But here, here's a thought. Here's what we do know. We know that we celebrate Hanukkah on the 25th day of Kishlev. Right? A date in which the Maccabees took back and rededicated the temple. We all know the the folklore. There are those out there that don't believe it now. Of course, there are those out there now that think that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was a bullying thing. We shouldn't watch it anymore. I'm really trying to get worried about people. When you start thinking that make-believe things are all bad... How many of you like Star Wars? Raise your hand. I'm a Trekkie, but I like Star Wars, right? Man, you guys shouldn't watch it. Darth Vader, he was a horrible father, wasn't he? Cut his own son's hand off. Physical abuse, right? We can't stand for it. No longer can you watch it. right? we got to get reality out of, you know, into the situation. All right, that's my side note. That really bothered me. I was going to write something on Facebook. But I was smart and I didn't. Because then you get all these people all over you, Right? But here's reality. Why did they pick this date? And there's actually a reason for it. Do we actually know if that was the date in which they actually did it? No. But for some reason they picked the 25th day of Kishlev. And let's just make sure everyone understands. When they picked this date, Christmas wasn't even a, a thought. So it wasn't like they were trying to get around with that, right? But they picked this date. But you know what? How many of you ever re- read the book of Haggai? Raise your hand. A couple of you. long book, many, many chapters. We're going to read half the book right now, about half of it. Haggai chapter 2, let's start in verse 10. Haggai chapter 2, verse 10. You're going to read almost a half a book today. Don't get overwhelmed, Right? That is not Haggai chapter 10, 2, verse 10. That's Nehemiah, a very good prophet also. Had a lot more chapters in his book. Haggai chapter 2, verse 10. There we go. All right. On the 24th day of what? The ninth month. In the second year of Darius, the word of Adonai came to Haggai the prophet. So first of all, what day is this? The 24th day of Kishlev. Of ninth month. Hanukkah Eve. And all through the house. No, I'm sorry, that's the wrong story. Let's continue. Thus says Adonai, Shavarot, Ask now the Kohim for a ruling. If a person carries, what, consecrated meat in the corner of his garment, and with his corner he touches bread, stew, wine, oil, or any fine food, will it become holy too when the coedim answers and said what? No. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? Absolutely nothing, but hang in there a second. Right? So Haggai said, if anyone who is unclean by contact with a, cor- with a corpse touch any of these, does it become unclean? The Kohim answered and said, it does become unclean. Continue. Does this have anything to do with what I'm talking about? No. But just follow along. Right? Either does this verse. so let's go to the next one. But now set your heart back from this day onward before the stone was set upon stone in the temple of Adonai. This is the key part. See, this is about planting the cornerstone at the first temple, which was done on what? The 24th day of Kishlev. So why the 25th day? To show that this has been reestablished, the cornerstone that was rejected has become the cornerstone, right? The stone the builder rejected has become the cornerstone. I'm doing it off of memory. Go with me sometimes. I'm getting older, right? So, what we see here is a beautiful picture of not only the dedication of the temple, but what would come later on. With Yeshua being that cornerstone. Because he was conceived on Hanukkah. He was born at Sukkot. God dwelling among us. So we see here the connection that God has put in place that starts with the light of the world. How many times in the uh, new, renewed covenant do we see Yeshua referred to as the light of the world? Three times. How many years was his ministry? Three. How many Hanukkahs did he celebrate during his ministry? Three, right? We see him in John chapter 10, walking in the court of which, of which temple? Solomon, the first temple. He was, it was at the second temple time, but he specifically mentions the first temple period to remind us of the cornerstone, of the date in which he chose. The date to remind us of the miracle that God did. That a small group of rabbis, think about it. They're the Levites, right? These were not the strong, muscular guys. These were not the Marines, right? This was not the Air Force. It wasn't one of those tribes. These were the guys who sat around all day and read the Bible. And in fact, when all those others had lost... They're the ones who stood up. They're the ones who said to the Greeks, we ain't going to take it no more. And they fought them back. I love the fact that they used guerrilla warfare, something that is still used today in military. Have you all realized that? Yep, we're the Jews. We created that first. The idea of not, you know... Back in the old days, you've seen the movies. What did they do? They lined up in rows. You had your rows. We had ours. These guys ambushed them. They did stuff that was unkosher. No pun intended. Right? And they defeated the biggest army in the known world. Had to be God. Right? That's the miracle You know, some say, oh, the candle thing really didn't happen. Don't know. We don't have proof. Could it happen? Absolutely. We know they did conquer the temple. They took it over. They had to let the people know. Makes sense to me. But that's not the real miracle. The miracle is that we were able to rededicate the temple to God. We were able to rededicate our life to Him. And that's something that each one of us can do today. When we accept Yeshua into our light, he becomes our menorah, doesn't he? He becomes that light in the distance. You know what's amazing about light? You shut off all the lights here, and you lit one candle. Man, you would be able to see it. Do me a favor, guys, back there. Turn all the lights off. All the lights off. Wait, I can't see. Turn around. No, kidding. <laughs> right? Kind of dark, huh? But one light lights up the whole place. And you can see. And that's what we have to see and understand with the darkness. That Yeshua is that light of the world that comes into play. That brightens and takes sin away. You know, you hear a lot of people say that he's the season, reason for the season. He's the reason for our lives today. He's the reason why we're able to know that when we die, we're going to heaven. That's more important than a season and giving of gifts. I never figured out, how many of y'all, you know, my birthday's in July. How many of y'all should get gifts for my birthday? Only one person's hand raised his hand, right? We won't say who he is. But think about it. What do we do? What do people do for Christmas? They give people other people gifts for someone else's birthday. I don't know who what retailer figured that out, but they were smart, weren't they? This is a retail holiday, right? It's scary. I don't know if you all have noticed that over the years, remember, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jewish kid. I, I, you know, I, I, I love Hanukkah, right? But it is a neat time of year, and they do you know, the lights and all that stuff. Have you noticed the stores aren't doing them anymore? Places you used to go, I mean, okay, yeah, I'm Jewish, but I got the idea, I understand they're trying to celebrate a festive time, but we've gotten so politically correct that we can't even share anything. We need to get back to how it used to be. We need to be able to enjoy what we have. And God has given us this great word and this great miracle that took place on the 25th day of Kislev. Not only did they light the menorah to shine so people could see, But God brought His only begotten Son into the world. And what the result of that birth has changed the world. We've been given a new hope. A new joy. No, I'm not telling you to go cut down Christmas trees, put it in your house, put silver and gold on it. Scripture tells us not to do that, right? Show that to your friends. They don't like it, do they? How many of you, what do they say to it? We're not worshiping it, right? You're not worshiping it. You're doing exactly what God said you're doing, right? Here's the sad thing today. If you go out and ask people, what is Christmas all about? What do they tell you? Presents, Santa Claus, right? What else? Santa, Christmas tree, right? Do the how many, you know, birth of our Messiah, way down on the list, have even mentioned, right? That's what's wrong. See, we need to keep the forefront the same. When you talk about Hanukkah today, what do you talk about? What's the first thing people say? God's miracle, right? See, God's first still. Yeah, the eight days of gifts are kind of fun, but that was done later on. The spinning of the dreidel to remind us of what? A great miracle happened there. Unless you're in Israel, and then it's happened here, right? What was that great miracle? It's a rededication. Evil was wiped away from the temple, and the temple was built again, reestablished. But that was only for a season, wasn't it? Because God knew that that temple was going to be destroyed. And guess what? He prepared for us the greatest temple of them all. He gave us our Messiah. And when that third temple is rebuilt, and it will be rebuilt, we're not going to have happy neighbors, I'll tell you that right now. But one day that temple is going to be rebuilt. How do I know that? Because if you told me a couple years ago that finally Jerusalem would be considered the capital of Israel, I would say you're crazy, right? But that's done. That's off the list. Someone's going to come in and build it and rededicate that cornerstone. Maybe it will be on the 25th day of Kishlev. Don't call me a prophet. That would be the day I would pick, right? And it's to remind us of what God has given us. His precious son. His cornerstone. What our foundation is built on. And what we as believers see as the hope and light of the world. You know, there's a lot of bad stuff that goes on in the world, isn't there? but we have hope in God. And that hope and that trust gets us through those hard times. Because if you had told the Maccabees three years prior to them doing it that they were going to take over and destroy the greatest army, I think they would have looked at you and said, They are Meshuggah. Crazy. But see, a great miracle did happen. The miracle isn't that the candles stayed lit for eight days until the time of the oil would be... You know why eight days is the number? It's the time that it takes for oil to be uh, consecrated to be used at the temple. And that light stayed lit. I believe because our God wanted to show us His people both Jew and Gentile alike. That he hadn't forgotten us. He hadn't forsaken us. And that he is the light of the world. If you've been to, temp- the, to Israel with us, if you haven't, you need to go. We walk where the temple was. We don't go up on the mount. We don't like to be stoned to death we like to bring you back alive. I have never, we've never left anyone behind. We bring you back. But you can see the area and the size. You can imagine Yeshua walking those steps. You know, we go by in the Rabbi's Tunnel, and I love the Rabbi's Tunnel because you're actually walking on the same stones Yeshua walked on. These are the same courtyards and same areas and it reminds us of what He did for us. And that He was brought into this world and to remind us of the miracle that happened. He was conceived, I believe, at Hanukkah. He was born nine months later, guess what? On Sukkot. I love how God uses the feast to fulfill, as, in his timeline. The picture there is so beautiful. It doesn't take a genius to understand. God has a purpose and a plan. So as you're lighting those Hanukkah candles for the seventh and eighth night, remember the miracle that took place. Remember that cornerstone that was laid, that was promised by Haggai. Because that's the true cornerstone of our life. Yeshua is that cornerstone. I think this is the reason why they chose this date. To remind us of what God has done for us and continually does for us. How many of you realize that when you're in a hard time, God gets you through it? Every hand should go up. Because if not, you're just not seeing the big picture. That's what he's here for. So when you start spinning your dreidel and winning all the guilt, who won all the guilt last year? Do you all share it? Some of the kids' hands go up. guilt's good, right? We have fun spinning the dreidel, right? Why do they have, why do we do the dreidel? It's to remind us that there was a time that we couldn't read the scripture. It was forbidden. And people would get together and they'd be reading it and when the soldiers came by, they would hide it and they would act like they were playing a game. That's the reason why we do the dreidel. We do the lock cuz we like to eat. Plain and simple. Fried food. Southern, Jewish southern cooking. Fried food, right? It's all set. But this is a season for us to remember the birth of our Messiah. His conception. And to remember that He is the light of the world. And he brings us through those hard times. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, we thank you for the blessings you've given us. But Lord, we most importantly thank you for the miracle that you set upon us. Not only the rededication of the temple... But Lord, the ultimate dedication of your son Yeshua, the ultimate salvation that comes through that temple, was finalized through your son. Lord, as we continue in this season, let us remember the greatest miracle of all, our salvation. Lord, we thank you for giving us that light at the end of the tunnel. For showing us the way through your word, through your Torah that led us to Messiah. We ask this in his precious name. And Everyone said, "Amen." Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Amen.